pleased to bring you our feature presentation. Today's episode of the Natural Habitat Podcast is brought to you by our brand new Patreon page. Patreon. Do you love the show? Yep. Not you, Joey, the listener. Oh. Do you love the show? Are you out there listening throughout the week at your, at your workplace or at your home trying to drown out your kids or your fucking loud-ass wife? That bitch, she never shuts the fuck up. Oh. Do you love us for that reason? Yes. Well, then go to our Patreon page, which is at patreon.com slash nhpodcast, and you can find all kinds of exclusive content that regular listeners don't get. So there's regular listeners... There's Patreon listeners, and then there's non-listeners, which is most of the world. So if you would like to help us out and support the show, then become a Patreon today. Yeah. That's it. That's all you I got. You should. That's right. That's our slogan. You, <laughs> you should and just do it. Yeah. Our two yeah. slogans. Just did it. Mm-hmm. Today, t- just did it. <laughs> just gone done, did it. Mm-hmm. Today may or may not be our final episode. <laughs> we're fucking I googled some strange things today and uh we're about to talk about things we probably shouldn't be talking about so uh, enjoy it while it lasts the natural habitat podcast the natural habitat podcast Okay, so if Teresa's daughter is my daughter's mother, what am I to Teresa? Now, this is a question that has been going on and uh, breaking the internet, self-proclaiming that it's breaking the internet. Um, Welcome to the Natural Habitat Podcast. My name is Mikey Booyah. My name is the... What? what? You got what it. What did we say? You what did we say this. the answer was? The, the Ste- uh, it's like a stepdad or something like that. The son. I'm the son. Right? Yeah, son-in-law. The son-in-law. That's right. I almost I almost lost it. Yeah. So we spent a, a big portion of this morning um, hurting our brains and trying to figure this out. This lesbian trickery. Yeah, for anybody that's tried, if you try to do it in your head, it immediately turns your brain into a pretzel and you can't think. So we like wrote it down. We had to make up fake names for people. And uh, there's really only certain ways that this works. Either one, it has to be a uh, a non... What's the, what's the like most politically correct way to say this? Not because I have to, but just for fun. Like a non-heterosexual relationship. Or... The answer is not on the list of provided answers. The answers are grandmother, mother, daughter, granddaughter, or I am Teresa. So. If you think you know the answer and you've come up with something different than us, you should definitely um, show your work. Write it down. Show show us what you mean. Or hit us up and maybe we'll let you talk about it on the show. And we're going to try to get to the bottom of this. We think we have the answer. Yeah, we think it's son-in-law. Yeah, it's the sun. It's, it's the gotta sun. It's got to be the sun. Um, 
but we're ready and willing for interpretations all over the board. Let's see. You heard it. Joey's ready and willing, so find him. Yeah. Uh. And explain it. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> find him and get fucked. Yeah. All right. So, uh, so, these dick pics. so today we're going to be looking back at some strange things that happened in a neighboring state of ours. Uh, yeah. Today marks the, I want to say, 48th uh, anniversary of one of the biggest nuclear testings that happened in Nevada. It was called Operation Quicksilver. There's not a lot of information about it, but I do know that it started today, 48 years ago. Damn. So yeah, on this, on this day in history. Damn. Yeah, we got to have that Friday thing. I'm going to add it in and post. Don't worry about it. So um, so we have this film here from our trusty friends. Trusty? Trusted? Our good friends over at Periscope Film. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of shit that we were looking up this morning that I didn't know. I knew a little bit about it. But this was a strange time where we were, uh, you know, either at war or on the brink of war. This all started in the 50s. I want to say 51 is when the first uh, bomb was dropped in Nevada. And what they tried doing was building structures and then dropping bombs near them and seeing what would happen to the structures. And then they started bringing in people and soldiers and shit and dropping bombs near them to see what would happen to them. And then it got to like, it was a spectacle. Like you could go to Las Vegas and then people would go out to the nuclear test site from their casinos and shit and go and watch bombs go off. You would sit on the hillside and drink your cocktails and wear your sunglasses that they would give you and watch the bombs go off. So it was a crazy time, man. We didn't know what was going on. Yeah, I mean, you'll see a little bit more of what we're talking about as we watch this, but, um, yeah, if we knew... (laughs) If we knew any inkling of of what we know now back then, we would have fucking not been doing any of that shit. That's for damn sure. <laughs> we basically yeah. like put ourselves right in the line for the worst of it every single time. And I mean, it's trial and error, you know, and there was a lot of errors for sure. A lot of error. Lot of error. So, um what do you say we uh what do you say we start this? Uh Let's smoke this. Yeah, let's start it up and smoke it up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this will be, uh, we're going to like, we're going to stop and go. We're going to play some of this. We're going to pause it. We're going to talk over it. We're going to not talk sometimes. So get ready for that. But it yeah. should be informative. We're going to kind of like learn with you guys. We haven't let's, watched this yet. Let's propagand together. Exactly. See what happens. And a lot of this is footage that they actually showed soldiers that were there working at the test sites. They were like, hey, check this out. This is all information, and this isn't really that bad for you. So it, it's going to be mixed with a lot of real shit and then a lot of lies that were fed to people, I'm, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sure. All right. Can you see this? For sure. Yep. All right. Not you, listener. You, Joey. <laughs> oh. All right. Let's start it up. If you were driving from Los Angeles to Salt Lake City on U.S. Highway 91... I do that every day. ...pass through St. George, Utah. 
Population 4,000. Just eight line of Nevada. It's pre in the morning. What are you pointing at? There's two me's. <laughs> pretty deserted at this hour. Everything is closed down. Everyone's asleep. Everyone's been delivering over the same route for 12 years. Never missed a day. And the police officer patrols the lonely downtown beat. And He's trying to break into that store. Keeps his place open 24 hours for tourists coming through. Since the rest of the town was sound asleep, only our night owl saw it. That great flash in the western sky. An atomic bomb at the Nevada test site 140 miles to the west. But it's old stuff to St. George. Routine. They've seen a lot of them ever since 1951. Nothing to get excited about anymore. God. Imagine just being desensitized to that shit, to where it just didn't matter. There's bombs going off right next to you, and you're like, yeah, whatever. As this thriving community went about it, I don't care what they say. You hear one of those go off, and you're fucking shitting yourself. Yeah, I'm sure everybody freaked out, the and they were just like, oh, it's no big deal. Merchants opening their doors. <coughs> the folks at home listening to the radio program. Ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt this program to bring you important news. Word has just been received from the Atomic Energy Commission that due to a change in wind direction, the residue from this morning's atomic detonation is drifting in the direction of St. George. It is suggested that everyone remain indoors for one hour or until further notice. There what is no the danger. This is simply routine Atomic Energy Commission safety procedure. To prevent unnecessary exposure to radiation, it is better to take cover during this period. Parents need not be alarmed about children at school. No reason. <laughs> like, uh, okay. <laughs> Since I don't need to be alarmed. Advise your friends and neighbors who may not hear this announcement to do likewise. Go tell your friends and neighbors. George took cover. It just shows everybody just going about their day, like, hey. Yeah. You know, no big fucking deal. It's, it's like, only a uh, nuclear fallout fucking coming my way. But, you know, they didn't know what it was. They didn't know the uh, effect. Well, they did, you see. I believe the government knew. I think they just weren't telling anybody because they were making these motherfuckers test subjects now, too. Just by proximity, you know. Yep. Since you're our neighbor, um... We're just going to allow this shit to happen, and then we'll see what happens over the years as it fucking... Yeah, they probably just wanted to see what the fallout would do to the town, and if they could just have everybody go inside, or if they needed everybody in a bunker. And the easiest yeah. way to find that out is to do it. Yeah, and it's you like, can't really control, like... You can't control the wind or, like, the weather or what anything's going to be like that day. You just know, hey, I'm fucking testing bombs today, and this fucking... Nuclear fallout's gonna fall on the city right here. Yeah, and it's no big whoop because we're gonna pretend like nothing happened. So, and we didn't know, we had no idea of like Chernobyl or fucking you know Fukushima and how radiation stays in the ground, how it fucking stays around forever. We didn't have yeah. we didn't have little fucking Geiger meters that would be like. Here's the here's the dilemma I have with what you're saying, is that you know. If we were smart enough to split the fucking atom, how do we not know, uh, you know, how long this shit has a half-life, how long the fucking shit's gonna stay, like, 
around after you use it you know it, that's being ignorant that's saying like oh we know how to make this but we don't know what it's gonna do yeah they had fucking an idea yeah. you know what i mean like they had to have known yeah they did i'm saying we didn't like the general yeah. the general public <coughs> and i'm sure they had little i'm not i'm sure that's not what it's called a fucking geiger meter but it's something like that and uh you know we didn't have one like the general public couldn't just go get one at like a store for a couple hundred bucks yeah, maybe. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, they might, they they might have sold them in Vegas and been like, "Hey, check your hotel room. Make well, sure no, it's it not radioactive." It could be just like a fucking. It's just a device. It's just like a a measurement tool. It's just, it's not like a fucking um like a special thing that like you know the government can have and you can't have. There there's natural radiation in everything, even in plants and fucking animals and shit. So like. You know, um, Geiger counters will count fucking radiation levels from everything, man-made or fucking natural. Yeah. So I don't think, you know what I mean? I think the tools have always been there. I think, I think the general public didn't know because fucking they were hiding it from everybody. They were hiding it from the whole world. But at the same time, a lot of shit was going down. Like, they had spy planes and satellites. Yeah already so yep it's crazy shit man all yeah. right uh did the screen switch can you see it over here yeah all right sweet. natural that some of them have questions about atomic tests everybody's just chilling questions in their house like why do we have to mm -hmm. test bombs and the answers are found in still another question the question of national survival for testing of atomic weapons goes on for a vital reason our national defense. We have no choice. To fall behind huh. any other nation in we atomic have no choice. is a national risk. To assure our defense, we have to keep our atomic strength at top level by testing new ideas and principles and applying these principles in weapons. That's why we have the Nevada test site. It's sort of a backyard workshop, the most unusual scientific <laughs> workshop in the world. <laughs> It's just a workshop. Yeah, that's all. Of desert and mountains, We're just fucking banging around with wrenches over here. Set in some of the loneliest acres I wonder the how much shit seen. is lost now. But this we're not going to be able to dig up brains. anything some of because the you can't go there because it's contaminated. Think about how much like minerals or like fucking dinosaur fossils or like maybe ancient civilization remains or some shit, you know, like the whole area we're not even going to be able to look at forever because these motherfuckers took it from Yep, that's right. And lots of others who build, who plan, who record, who maintain security and the countless tasks essential to this important project. These men are here for a vital purpose. Since we have no atomic monopoly, we must continue to increase our knowledge of atomic weapons to guarantee maximum military atomic strength. But naturally, the folks in St. George, as they look upon their silent city, wonder why weapons are tested inside the United States instead of the far Pacific area. The answer is, we need both testing areas. In the past, the answer is we wanted we need bombs it. are tested we inside the United States. These smaller devices, just as important to America's weapons strength as the larger ones, 
could not be tested so quickly if they had to be taken to the Pacific Proving Ground, about 5,000 miles from our western coast. <laughs> a Pacific test the Pacific Proving Ground. Past operations out there yeah, involved 9,000 the men, like two complete cities of St. George. Where SpongeBob's from? And supplies to maintain those men. Obviously, an operation like this takes time. Yeah, whatever, same months thing. Months and months of time, while atomic progress waits. So our need is pressing for a nearby test site, a place where nuclear tests can be made frequently, quickly, and more economically. And thus, in 1951, the Nevada test site was set up for the first in a series of continental tests that are part of our continuing atomic program. Because the Nevada test site is close in, scientists conduct a test on one day and return to their laboratories on the next to start evaluating results immediately. This greatly speeds up our weapons development program. Those problems that cannot be solved in a laboratory are taken to the outdoor workshop in Nevada. This is called Ground Zero. Around this center point of the explosion, are located instruments and equipment that are part of diagnostic experimentation. Which is scientific language, meaning, well, what happened? <laughs> Did the idea work? Scientific and as language. You might expect, there are I some love how they like talk the down there. Like, some we cannot stupid. describe yep. for security's sake. Some we can mention. Like the high-speed camera that takes pictures at one three millionth of a second. Or the instruments that measure heat in millions of degrees and, and the big ass camera, it's like 25 times camera. brighter than the sun. Scientists must know exactly what occurs before, during, Scientists. and after a nuclear explosion. <laughs> While most field tests are held largely to answer the Man, questions that's crazy. of the scientists, these tests are also designed to answer as many other questions as possible. The armed forces, for instance, they've got to know. Military scientists conduct experiments. They've got to know. So military scientists, and it shows a fucking bunch of goons sitting on a hill. Yeah, those are <laughs> military scientists. They look just like soldiers. Uh -huh. <laughs> to record and evaluate effects of atomic weapons. For training purposes, military personnel observe from foxholes. Foxholes. We also need to know if military equipment can take it. All types are positioned at varying distances from ground zero. That looks like some Star Wars shit. Is also play an important mm -hmm. part. Someone should make, like, I'm going to make a spoken word about how Nevada took, like, our beautiful desert, or, like, how the government took Nevada's desert from us and made it, like, this testing site and ruined it. And, like, it'll all be about, like, how they destroyed the nature and, like, all the radiation and shit. And somewhere throughout it, I'm going to be like, they turn fossils to foxholes. <laughs> That's all I have. I just wrote that one line. Nice. Not only in military studies, but also in civil defense programs to determine blast and heat effects. Family-type dwellings are constructed right on the site. Yeah, this shit's creepy. Civil defense is also concerned with the value of automobiles as shelters in an atomic attack. Biomedical tests using animals such as mice and pigs for research subjects are conducted to gain important information about radiation effects on cells and tissue and a lot of other government agencies that was some weird things they were putting them in yeah look at those trees especially they just planted these fucking trees see like how they would another valuable test is ready 
shot days tomorrow morning. Holy shit. This is some scary shit, right? Everybody's like working like, oh, no big deal, like, America. Yeah, they have no idea what they're doing, and they think that they're just fucking, they're just doing a service, and they're like, I just want to see what happens when this happens, and when this happens. (laughs) And it's like, it's, imagine like, imagine living in that time, and living near there, and hearing all these radio broadcasts, and seeing all these like videos and shit, and then being like, it's all good, don't worry about it, come and see Mr. Thomas. That's what I'm telling you, they didn't play these. They didn't. This is for like recruitment. Yeah. For, all, for like new soldiers or some shit. This is not like. Yeah. Well, not this, but uh, they did like radio broadcasts and shit, and they would, you know, yeah, say. Yeah, but they didn't. And, they and didn't they announce would, fucking. No, but they promoted it, and they said we're doing this test. They were totally open about the testing. They had people come see it. They even did a Miss Atomic pageant, for like ten or twelve years, to where they had Miss Atomic bomb, and it was like almost like a like a publicity thing to where it was like, hey, look at how cool and strong America is. But they didn't, you know, add the fact that everything's being basked with nuclear radiation. Yeah, they didn't. They so, didn't. so, I mean, yeah, these videos weren't out, but it wasn't exactly hidden from the public. Like, imagine living in that time and them telling you it's all good. It's okay. Don't worry about it. If you see a flash, it's no big deal. You should probably go inside for an hour. You're like, no. <laughs> fuck an that. Hour. Imagine being asleep that morning. <laughs> you know, like, just imagine being asleep that morning and then all of a sudden, right? <laughs> I wonder, like, I wonder how loud it is by the weather forecast. By like the stations in the control far away, points, you know, like, perhaps eight miles uh, from the tower, are the key men of the test. How how uh, powerful them, is the sound by the like by per mile? Yeah. And I know that the, the shockwaves look crazy. When I saw the fucking the video earlier, the soldiers in the foxholes. Oh, here it is. They might show it. You just see all the dirt fly over the holes and shit. Just the most intense, maniacal music. Some bad's gonna happen. A thousand times brighter than the sun. Tower of Steel is now only a tower of smoke. Holy shit, look at the electricity. This was a civil defense house. Here was the first row of automobiles. This was the tank. Uh. This was a jeep. This was a jet plane. This a bomber. These were structures. At the site, radiological safety teams monitor the radiation level. Yep, there's our fucking now, Geiger counter. recover instruments that have recorded what you might call the fingerprints of nuclear fission. For these imprints answer questions that will speed our progress in weapon development and efficiency. But is all this difficult work worthwhile? Is the Nevada test site living up to expectations? The answer is yes. We have come a long, long way in a few years. 
Not only do we have a large stockpile of heavy <laughs> weapons for our big bombers, but also smaller atomic bombs for jet fighters to carry for tactical purposes. Holy and shit. And atomic artillery to support frontline troops. Yeah, that thing shoots a nuke. Fuck that. Yeah, that thing shoots a nuke. Gathering strength for the long-term defense of freedom, we now have a family of weapons for a broad range <laughs> of military uses to discourage aggression. Holy oh, shit, peace. right? Yeah. Their number, variety, and Look at <laughs> that, it was like, look at that. Okay, that is the scariest part. Look at you see how that shit touches the sky? Yeah, the lines right here? They go from the ground to the sky. Yeah, and it's like not even near the bomb. It's it's the shock waves and it's pushing the air and it looks like it's ripping fucking like space time. That so shit is something different. That's electricity. That's like fucking. But what's being done about the yeah, I'm going to look it up. Well, that, to answer that's this not, question, to that's understand the extensive precautions shit. taken for public safety, let's go to the control that's like the work from back of the down to laboratory. Earth. The test organization right staff is being, down. as it does before every shot. Go or no go? That's the question before the test manager and his advisors. Experts in the fields of biology and medicine, public health, meteorology, and blasts. Before a nuclear device is detonated, every possible precaution is taken for safety. Public safety is the main consideration. There are three factors to consider. First, light. The brilliant flash can cause momentary blindness to a pilot or to a motorist. Aircraft are warned through Civil Aeronautics Authority of the zone closed to air traffic at all altitudes. Don't come around here. Motorists uh, are temporarily halted on nearby highways. Temporarily? We'll let you drive through the fallout here in a second. Hold on, bud. Yeah. <laughs> Relatively small charges of high explosive are set off at one and two hour intervals before the atomic detonation. Sensitive scientific instruments at various points around the test site record the results of the high explosive blast thus enabling the test organization to predict the effect and direction of the blast from the upcoming atomic detonation. Minor damage is minimized by warning communities to open windows and doors to equalize pressure. And, of course, the test itself will be postponed if it appears that a community might be hit hard by blast. Wow, that's so crazy. Let's consider Hold radioactivity and the weather conditions which determine... Open your fucking doors and windows so your shit doesn't blow the fuck out from that far away. Yeah, dude, that's insane. Dude, that is pushing so much air. You know, like, that's, that is fucking nuts. So let's say <clears throat> something that people don't normally think about is like air as a liquid. You know, like air is like a solid thing. It's like... It's like jello. Yeah. You know, like it really is. Like if you if you got down to like a smaller view, you know, it'd be like it's like jello. Yeah, you, you know? can't you can't just put something somewhere, you have to move the air around it to put yeah. something in it. Yeah, so when this thing blows the fuck up at a pressure that big, it's like creating a bubble inside the fucking jello. You know what I'm saying? 
and then it fucking pops in on itself afterwards. Yeah. So it, it like expands the fucking jello. The whole fucking jello goes out. Like hell far. <laughs> the yeah. whole thing. Yeah. You know? And then when it pops it comes back and falls in on itself. So alright, well trip out on this. I found out what these lines are that are along the side of the mushroom cloud. Mm-hmm. You notice how they're like always on one side? Like either on the left side or the right side, they're usually not surrounding it. It's because back in the day when they first started, they didn't have computers that were capable of modeling the explosion and the after effects of it. So what they did was uh, they would shoot smaller rockets like that you would make in fucking, you know, like in like in school and shit and science class. They would make smaller rockets that would have smoke trails. And before the blast, they would fire those rockets up into the air off to the side of where the bomb was going to hit. And it would leave smoke trails so that that way when the mushroom cloud blew, they could see the effect on the air around it. You dig? No. No? Or you don't think that's what they did? No, I don't understand so they would uh, say if they were going to drop the bomb on the X, well, like a quarter mile to the north of the X, they would put 10 smaller little rockets that just had smoke coming off of them. So they would shoot off before the bomb dropped, so that way the smoke lines were already in the air. And then when the bomb hit, they would see how the smoke was manipulated by the bomb. So the smoke wasn't created by the bomb, those lines. They were made by, like, independent rockets that they would shoot off. And then they would just be lit up by the mushroom cloud and then manipulated and pushed around. That's crazy. Yeah, that's nuts. That doesn't even... I don't know, that's weird. That's it's crazy. But that also could just be something that they said to explain it instead of being like, yeah, we uh, found out that we accidentally ripped space-time. So <laughs> instead they're just like, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, that could be something, I guess. But, I mean, let's watch. Can We need to, like, look at it from, like, before the bomb drops and then after. If there's no fucking smoke before the bomb drops. Then that's not what it is. Exactly. And then another point that I was saying is that it goes from the sky to the ground, like from the sky to the ground. Yeah. Not like just above the bomb, like from the top of the fucking sky. Yeah, well, that's what it was saying that that they they shoot up, they go up way higher than the mushroom cloud will go so that they could see what it does above it as well. So I don't know. It could just be some uh, some way to explain it and shrug it off. Like some bullshit. Yeah, just be like, yeah, that's we did that, so don't worry about it. I don't know. Maybe it could be real. It could be saying the truth over there, but I I don't know. I doubt it. Yeah. You like we would? I think we would have seen fucking rockets flying up, bro. It takes a second <laughs> to get from the ground to the fucking sky. You know what I'm saying? Like I think we would have seen them. I don't know. Yeah, but. You know, for how far away they are and for how small they are, we might not have. And, I don't know, the way that the air, 
pushes when that shit blows the fuck up. I don't know about uh, them even being able to take off. Yeah. I don't know. Let's see. I'm sure it'll show another one. Minimize the area of real danger and reduce the fallout outside the control area. Only relatively small nuclear devices are tested in Nevada, leaving the larger detonations to the Pacific. As the cloud moves out, it becomes dispersed, and at the same time, its radioactivity rapidly decreases. Past experience has shown that some activity will be detected across the country. The important thing is to keep the amount of radioactive contamination to as low a level as possible for human exposure. <laughs> this is not left to chance. Wow. <laughs> At the control point, the path of the... So they don't even fucking... They don't even try and make it to where no radiation gets out to people. They just try to make it to where the lowest level that's okay for humans. <laughs> like, it's just a, it's an acceptable level. Yeah, well... Uh, Keep it in check. None is an acceptable level. Yeah, because, like, exactly. <laughs> because, like, if they have to wear a fucking lead vest when they do x-rays, you know, like... Yeah, then none would be acceptable. For sure, probably. <laughs> for sure, probably. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Sure, man. Probably. Sure. Probably. Remember? Mm hmm. Remember? Remember? Remember when atomic bombs were cool? I remember. All right, all right. Elfish? Uh, elfish. This guy does look kind of like Elfish. I know it is, but you can't be like, people are worried about the radiation that we're giving them and exposing them to. But guess what? There's radiation everywhere. It's like, yeah, but that's like radiation that is from the universe that, that we can't do anything about. It's not added radiation. Do you look like you would trust any one of them? Absolutely not. Fuck no, right? <laughs> they all look shady as hell. Yeah, I'm looking at them. I'm like, uh-uh. Who are you guys? There is some potential risk. I need a dab. Stress me out. Look at it. It looks like a, a nice place to live. <laughs> right? Yep. 
There's a lot of people the there. It's like, this is the it. This is device it. Have made this control possible. To provide even further assurance. What's crazy is teams are continually on the I'm sure that they'll probably the have something about it in here eventually. The of the public. But uh in fact, a monitoring system on a Doomtown established to keep track of the movement. A lot of people know it as Nuketown from Call of Duty. But Doomtown was like a real huge town that they made. It's the fucking it's the picture for this podcast on our website, if you found it on there. And it was a full, fully functioning town with fully built and furnished houses, like real houses. And they had all kinds of real shit in it, real fridges and stoves and all this. And then fake people. There was mannequins dressed up in clothes. There was a bunch of people out on the street, like an ice cream man with an ice cream truck that was like handing a fake ice cream to a fake kid. And it's just the creepiest fucking thing ever. And they just blew that up. Like, blew up a bunch of bombs next to it. And uh, it's been, like, recreated in a bunch of movies and shit. Like, I'd seen it a bunch of times before I even knew that it was a real thing. Indiana Jones. Yeah. It's creepy, man. Yeah. Some creepy-ass shit. In many ways, such as keeping public health officials informed in the states adjacent to the test site. Through huh. the cooperation of about 100 U.S. Weather Bureau stations... Samples of the atomic cloud are collected on gummed paper throughout the United States uh, and sent to what? ABC's Health <laughs> Safety Laboratory in New York City for counting. God damn. These samples from many localities of the United States Sticky are paper. And at a glance, we know how much fallout dropped in every section of the country. Holy shit. This information is for the use of health authorities, research people, scientists industry using sensitive materials it is given to the u.s weather bureau whose meteorological specialists further evaluate and analyze the fallout reports these reports incidentally are extremely useful to meteorologists in the study of wind currents and the movement of air mass <laughs> radiation in the air acts like dye placed in water i love all it these excuses that they are coming up with like but we learned how to do this and we're using this to inform these people, people so like we're getting all of these things the from it Following all you have to do is just be exposed to a little bit of radiation no all throughout the country between atomic detonations and weather has been established an atomic god we're such bad guys compared to the forces <laughs> of nature this yeah, is like such a bad guy voice. In the vast oceans of the sky. Yeah. It's weird. What then was the story at it's like an old cartoon. It's really the weird, like, the relationship between, the like, goal or no go meeting the government after carefully and reviewing all factors, found so funny. Were favorable. The go-ahead signal was given. This could, be, this could have been interpreted in, like, a different way, you know? It could have been, like... The predicted path of fallout was to the south. Kind of the like what you said, you know, like, oh, look at, look at all the, all the good we're doing. Then the local wind changed. <laughs> Almost like pleading, like, the cloud approached the city. to your dad. Yeah. You know, like. Like, but this is going to happen, and this is going to, this is a good thing. The word was yeah. spread throughout I think the that what it is is that the citizens calmly took cover. even if it's only been a few, like a handful of times, just later, that there's times when like government officials and government propaganda and all these videos and all these old recordings like that were proven to be to have a hidden agenda or to be fake 
or to make people think one thing when it's actually another thing. And once you're lied to a couple times, then you have to question everything. So everything, everything comes in a different tone. Like it's sad to say, but you have to take everything with a grain of salt. A and lot I, of these were made by like Disney, yeah, and people, places like that. You know, a lot of these were. It was like true propaganda. It was like a way to really reach the people and and get your agenda across. You know, and, and make yeah. it patriotic instead of just dictated. You know, it's like makes you a part of it. Yep. And Disney had a huge hand in that. Yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty nuts to see like, and, and it's not even just it's not even just the military. It's everything. It was, it was uh, businesses, industries, and shit too, like uh, the car industry and like other other things where things are mass produced and shit. Um, the infrastructure when like all the highways and everything were built. All these videos were made just just like this. That were actually even more interesting. That made you like want to be a part of their their recruitment videos basically it's like getting you to believe in their fucking yeah i remember when i was a kid i watched some sort of fucking look at okay where's the rockets at <clears throat> fuck out of here shit was already in the sky so uh i remember watching like some old goofy thing like uh like goofy the dog weird like thing from uh disney and it was like uh it was like a cartoon slash commercial thing that was like a little 10 15 minute long thing and he was selling like a new ford car and he was talking about how the new cars came out and how they have anti-lock brakes and he was like driving he was like look if you drive like 50 miles an hour then you get like a it takes you the length of a football field to stop if you see something happen but with anti-lock brakes you could stop in a third of the time and it like showed it like in cartoon form like on a football field and he's like in some clunky ass car and then he's in like a brand new Ford and it's all shiny and like I watched that as a kid as if it was a cartoon and whatever the fuck it did to me I own a Ford I just bought one so it's like you know something happened to where you got suckered it in. got it in my head it's like now you're brainwashed you have to be a part of this yeah and it's like why I I had no idea about anti-lock brakes or what how brakes worked or how to drive a car at the time when I watched that but it got me early enough. And Disney was all about that shit. They were creeps. Fucking, yeah. You fucking creep, Walt Disney. So, uh, yeah, man. That's some creepy shit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, let's see. There's a, there's a bunch of fucking ones that you could find on here. You just go to that, like... Um, there's, there's a Dr. Seuss one. There's a fucking bunch of uh disney ones there's um yeah look at this one's crazy it's a it's a disney cartoon and it says it's about insects as carriers of disease Ooh. yeah <laughs> um so like what yeah it, i think if you just type in disney propaganda a lot of shit comes up 
Yeah, I was just looking for like specifically just like military ones. But. Uh, whoa! Apparently, Looney Tunes did uh some banned cartoon from World War Two that was called The Ducktators. Mm-hmm. And it was all like fucking Hitler face. Lots of yeah, Nazi. Yeah, and they got they won like they won awards and shit too. Lots of Nazi Hitler stuff. Well, yeah, that's one of the biggest times yep. ever. Hey, and if it ain't, if history ain't repeating itself. Right. You know, it's crazy. Some of the things that are happening right now are exactly what happened then. Like, um, talking about building walls, you know, like what, remember what happened with the Berlin Wall? You know, that was recent history, bro. That was like 30 years ago. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I mean, it's not that hard to realize, you know, that fucking history repeats itself and we're coming to like the same type of point, except for right here on our home turf now. You know, it's crazy, man. It's yeah. crazy. It's crazy what's going on. Things, things always have a way of like creeping back in somehow and, and it's, and it's nuts. The, the, the stats recently about, uneducated people voting is insane and the stats about like who's voting for who and it and it's it's nuts to see all the shit that's coming out it's very interesting and, it, and it's so um so like reminiscent of some hitler shit right it's like people yeah like you know like look at how hitler basically fucking took power with the fucking quickness, you know, like once he got in, it was over with and there was no turning back. Yep. You know, and it was a full on dictatorship and that's how <clears throat> fast that happens. You know what I'm saying? It's like they went from running shit one way to a fucking brand new thing <laughs> mm-hmm. and and that was it, you know, so it it shit can happen. I don't know. And I mean, like our our uh government is based off of like the roman government you know like we're like kind of like similar with the way we did shit and their shit failed and and every you know everybody's ways weren't the best that we basically modeled our shit off of so like you know it's not an impossibility that some crazy shit could happen here too yeah And, and and it's it's like blind faith man it's like I don't know. What you identify with will uh, make you do some freaky shit, you know? Like, I mean, things that you wouldn't rationally do otherwise, all of a sudden you find yourself doing yep. over fucking some f- fake belief that you thought you had or whatever, you know? And That's why I'm fluid. I don't believe in nothing. And I just I bounce around and I take a little bit from everything. From every walk of life. So I think that uh I think that we are we're really just like repeating history right now instead of learning from it. And that's why on Thursday we will be back with a whole throwback of Disney propaganda. That sounds fun, huh? Yeah, we could probably do that. Yeah. It's going to get it's going to get dark. I know that. There's a lot of anti-Semitism in there too. <laughs> so, anti-Semitism coming up on Thursday. We'll see you then. Maybe I should cut that out. Not true. <laughs> <laughs>